Hello and uh, welcome to another episode of uh, Dots of Thoughts. This episode is part of uh, a short series within the Dots of Thoughts show. And I kicked it off with a, a sort of like a, an intro episode, which if you haven't listened to, please check it out on uh, uh, on our website as well as uh, on our listening platform. So I kicked it off um, by giving a sense of why it is basically what I'm hoping to achieve with this um, series, which is called Time Does Not Pass. We, on the other hand, pass through it and make forms of it. So basically, the idea is to have conversations about time, the concept of time and how we understand it and how it operates within our everyday reality. I started off in that intro episode, giving a sense of some of the thoughts that I've been working with with regards to this whole idea of time. What I have decided to do, which I also mentioned in that episode, is that I'll be reaching out to people in different parts of the world uh, for us to discuss this whole idea of uh, time and the concept of time. So this episode is basically that. I'm reaching out to someone. By the way, let me try and sit with myself. I am currently in Berlin, in Germany, where I have been since... The lockdown since this whole pandemic thing started out in February. And also much of this conversation about time is related to, you know, how 2020 has panned out for many of us and most of us actually for the world. Anyway, I don't want to go too deep into this because I have said all of this in the intro episode. So please check it out. However, today I'm going to be reaching out to a good friend. His name is Jude Anogwe and he lives in Alabama in the US. So I'm going to reach out to him so that we can discuss and talk about this whole notion of time. So again, why am I reaching out to him? He is, by the way, a curator, a visual artist, but um, a longtime colleague and friend. Um, He moved to the US from Lagos, I think um, one year ago. What prompted this reaching out to him is the fact that we were speaking on the phone some, I think, last week, and he just launched into this whole conversation, opened up you know, many aspects about this whole idea of time and what it means. And it was really unsolicited, you know. I didn't ask for it. We're just talking about something that just happened naturally. And I thought, wow, this is very powerful. This is very apt, you know, for some of the things I've been thinking lately. So how about we make this a a podcast conversation in the show, Dots of Thoughts. So yeah, that's it, basically. I am going to call him now and so that we can just have the conversation. Hey. Yo, bro. How's it? Hi, bro. Okay, so good you're... Day. Good day, good day. Oh, yeah, it's night here for us in Berlin. Okay, this is 1.30 p.m. here for oh, us. Yeah, so time yeah. zone, time difference, time difference, time zone, you know. Definitely. Um, that, that's the reality, man. That's the reality, you know. Mm. Um, Just before I called you now, I was making a small intro of um, what we're going to be discussing which is, mm. you know, the concept of time and how it has been operating in our reality lately, especially with in relation to, you know, how 2020 panned out for us, you know, um, mm-hmm. all of us, most of us, wherever um, we are. This year has been a very intriguing, remarkable, impactful on various levels um, year. So, but what has been, I think, central to all of that also is that our sense of a place, displacement, movement, but also time has been sort of like very much affected. For many people, it's also been a time for self-reflection and to go into themselves. So I was wondering if this resonates with you and how you've been seeing, you know, this whole idea of time displacement movement. Can we just get right into it? Oh, very interesting. Um, first of all, thanks, man. Thanks, America for really making this opportunity possible, you know. Um, We're not just talking for the first time. Mm -hmm. We're constantly having our conversations on and and offline, you know. Yeah. It it didn't start this time. It dates so many, you know, years back. Mm -hmm. And uh, we've not only just had conversations, we've been involved uh, together in articulating these conversations into certain realities, like you guys were doing with Invisible Borders, all together forging, you know, components, forging um, ideas, forging uh, assumptions, and pushing those further 
to see how much we can not only visualize them, but also give them a dimension that can be embraced, you know, that can project a very positive and acceptable, you know, um, situation. So we've been doing this over time, but I need to, before I get on to what we're going to talk about today, which is an interesting subject, and it's so brilliant that you are looking at it in this way. Before we get into that, I think I need to, first of all, acknowledge the one important thing that maybe we seem to overlook, the relevance of your position and the relevance of what, of what you're doing in this time, okay? okay? I want you to know that I deeply appreciate all the great effort you've been making and you have made with art, with everything you can imagine from photography, you know, and travels, and now you have this podcast, and just every one of it, you seem to be like a very crazy rolling stone, and you got a lot of components and content, and you're really having a lot of energy, you know, drawn from your activities. So I need to really acknowledge that in the first place, and I want you to know that I deeply appreciate every single thing you're doing. It's totally amazing. It's extraordinary. It's, I mean, it's just brilliant. And uh, if you don't know that, you should know that it's a great work and, you, and and sustaining this great work is super relevant. And it's also something that I wish you continue to do. Yes, I don't think this amazing thing should in any way wear you down or get you a little bit um, frustrated or a little bit, you know, uh, uncomfortable. You should know that whatever force you're pushing with this podcast and other aspects of the art that you're involved in, you need to get on well and keep it on, okay? Thank you so much. Uh, uh, it's good to hear that, you know. What you have really pointed out is my way of responding to that insistent question within me, saying how do we continue to, to live, especially when you realize that people are, are dying every day and you happen to be on the fortunate side of those who didn't die um, or who didn't fall sick. And then you, you say the only way you can actually honor the lives of those that has gone before us is what you do with the life that you're living, right? That's how I'm seeing it. Absolutely. And um, it's really mm-hmm. a very interesting and also something that seems a bit worrisome, you know? Um, the question is how much control do we have over what we're experiencing? How much, how much can we intelligently speculate about our present and, uh, and that future? The next moment, how much can we really, you know, imagine what is going to be the question is how weak are we and how strong are we with the realities of our time mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. how can how, how do we how do we with confidence you know say oh this next future is going to be this and how do that confidence kind of get drawn up from our present experience who is, how do we correlate all this? How do we draw out a very seamless line of understanding? These are literally almost impossible at some point because we kind of like keep having this spontaneous impact and we kind of like feel, oh my God, this is happening again. You know, this this exclamation of acceptance of the unknown. Mm-hmm. Let's quickly go back to a little bit of the historical context. What is time basically? Mm-hmm. You know, when we talk about time, we're talking about that indefinite continuation of progression. Is mm-hmm. that all right? Mm-hmm. And we're talking about things that has to do with our existence, mm-hmm. with events. How do all this continue to progress with or without our consent, with or without our technology, with or without our intelligence? <laughs> the truth is that, oh my God, at some point you begin to ask, if I'm not observing these changes then how am I familiar or how can I be a part? How can I, how can I own what is changing? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You get that? Yeah. So yeah. If, we're, if we're talking about something that is indefinite, that means we can't even tell where it's going, when it's going to stop or where it's going to stop. Well, before I go on, I want you to understand that every view that I'm going to project in this our conversation is purely artistic. From my perspective as an artist mm-hmm. and my perspective as a creative, okay, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm not, it doesn't relate to any way, it doesn't justify or it doesn't in any way context either scientific facts that are very much available and reliable for us to you know, key in to possibly help to 
filter out certain doubts and make more stronger and responsible postulations. Mm -hmm, okay? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Good. It doesn't in any way impact on any political decisions mm -hmm. that are possibly governing us today and that are made by people who are more skilled in that aspect and dimension. But it doesn't stop us from mm -hmm. putting in or keying in on advice or advising Mm -hmm. You know, on what should be. By the way, we are the people, we are the community that the politicians are addressing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I don't want it to seem to be a contradiction to already established facts and situations mm -hmm. that are well proven, mm -hmm. scientifically, mm -hmm. literally, in every way. Yeah, of okay? course. You know, this is Good. this is us playing with concept. This is us uh, trying to. I mean, speaking from a place of personal experiences, um, lived experiences, and certain way of analyzing and understanding um, those experiences. And of course, um, we might even hold on to that one scientific fact about time, which is that time is relative, of course. We know that uh, someone like uh, Einstein talks about the relativity of time. And of course, what that means is that for each and every one of us, time operates somewhat differently. Um, it's relative to your own position and yeah. to your own point of view. So I, I think that in that sense, that we are somewhat absorbed from any projections that we are going to make now that are not entirely scientific. <laughs> yeah, very well. And also, as I was saying, uh, in relation to time and that sense of, uh, and that indefinite, you know, sense of continued progression mm -hmm. of existence and events, you know, I'm still within that historical context. To the scientists, you just mentioned Albert Einstein, to the scientists or to the physicists, you know, this time is usually captured or defined you know, by what the clock reads. Yeah, yeah. By by what the calendar says. Mm -hmm. Okay, today is Saturday, December 19, 2020. Mm -hmm. And the time for me is 1.42 p.m. Mm -hmm. You see that? Mm -hmm. So everything about how I understand or define time is already encapsulated within this, you know, frame. Mm-hmm. It's mm -hmm. already defined operationally by what my clock or what my calendar is saying. Mm -hmm. Good. Now, as an artist, how much liberty do I have to wander, get lost in my own imagination, mm -hmm. find alternative routes or find other aspects or other dimensions or perspectives mm -hmm. to this? Now that has to do with my physical activity. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I have chosen to talk to Emeka in a podcast rather than sit in my studio and do something else. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I have chosen to use language in my communication with Emeka rather than, you know, maybe running brushes on a canvas mm -hmm. or trying to edit something or all that. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, so now you're saying in essence that time now becomes how you um, go about owning or sort of like making an agency out of, you know, that frame that has been called time? Is it like, is it sort of like connected to how you go about owning moments? That's amazing. What I'm looking at basically is these sequences of events, okay? What I'm looking at is the, is the reality and the consciousness of our experience. I'm looking at the multiple dimensions mm -hmm. of this thing called time. One there is the clock, the calendar. The other is my action. Mm -hmm. Okay, good. So I'm looking at all this multiple dimension, and it's beyond two or three dimensions. It goes even as far as the fourth, the fifth, mm -hmm. and even more indefinite dimensions. That's why it's called time. It's defined in different ways based on one experience. Mm -hmm. Okay, and the other, that's conscious experience. It also looks at the different rates of changes, the quantities or the materials of that reality. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Good. So I think for me, if I'm not looking at the time, I'm looking at my actions and inactions. I'm reflecting on my past, mm -hmm. my experiences, mm -hmm. things that I have encountered, mm -hmm. things that I am encountering. Do you know that experiences are often even in the present where you bring forth? past, uh, you know, encounters, and mm -hmm. you begin to articulate them within that moment of your, you know, presence, and mm -hmm. you begin to give them that very future, mm -hmm. you know, assumption of mm -hmm. what they should be, and not what they were, and not what they are. It's so interesting that you talk about this whole idea of bringing, bringing forth the past, because 
The title of this um, series is Time Does Not Pass. We, on the other hand, pass through it and make forms of it. So that's the title of this series of conversations I'll be having with different people, you included, about the notion of time. So, and where I'm getting that from is looking at time as something that for a long time we have thought of it as something that is quantifiable, as something that is transient, as something that passes. But could it be that time does not pass, that we are actually the ones who are passing through it? That, But then if we go by that, it means also that the things that we call past or the way we have arranged our timeline, you know, a timeline of of being alive or, or experiencing into past, present, and future is questionable. Because if time does not really pass, it means that it does not reveal everything at once. And in fact, there are some things that are our future that, that is also our past. Take for example, I always say that there are many planets, you know, that we have not even discovered. Uh, some of them that we know that are there, you know, planets, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, some of them that we know that they, they are there, they're even like 50, 60 light years away from us, right? Mm-hmm. And that is like future. Anybody who needs to travel that, <laughs> that much will go into the future to be able to see that, to be able to get to that planet. But again, that planet has been there. It's just that it never revealed itself and we never discovered it. So now the planet is making, is discovering itself, you know, in, in the same way as we usually say, time will tell. But time does not necessarily tell everything and there is no certainty that time will tell everything. There's something that time will always keep for itself and will tell it 1,000 years from now, 2,000 years from now, you see? So again, it doesn't mean that those things are not in time, are not trapped in time or are not um, within time. It's just that it doesn't reveal itself at once, you see? Mm. So I've been thinking about it in that sense. It's like, okay, all these things that we, you know, because much of what we do, much of how we relate to each other and even to our world and environment is in connection to this idea of the transience. The, the transient nature of time, that, oh, time is passing, we have to hurry, we have to do this, we have to do that. And what, when you do something, you want it to be acknowledged because you want it to be recorded. As if that if it's not recorded, then it doesn't exist. So what do you make of all of this thinking? This is very interesting. What you're saying is absolutely in order. And it also talks about that, that, that amazing abstraction of this concept called time, you know, it's completely a very abstract concept, and uh, but we also have to understand um, a, 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 the way it is thought about generally. You know, like you gave an instance of the outer space, uh, the outer, I mean, the planetary um, um, concepts mm-hmm. and um, the other war, I mean, other you know um, 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 parts of the uh, uh, world and other. You know, looking at it from that general perspective, might not and oftentimes do not relate to some or some other, you know, ways that people try to deal with the with with the with the with the, with, with, the, with their own personal evidences of how of time or how they experience time. So that idea could relate to some of us or most of us that are quite educated, very scientific in reasoning, and um, also within that system of operation. Mm -hmm. But to another kid or to another man Mm -hmm. in some other part of our little world Earth, Mm -hmm. to him or her, the concept of time and the concept of the future could be what the possibility of a next meal is, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. could be what the possibility of a secured and safe you know, environment is. Mm-hmm. It could also be how he or she, maybe to a student, how he or she gets from one residential hall to the next lecture class. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, to another person who might be a patient in a hospital, that concept of the future could be how I can get up from this bed and walk home and be happy again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, so those futures are completely different and they vary. Mm-hmm. So oftentimes you realize that a general thinking about time is even makes it more abstract for many because people just want to think about how their own space 
and how their own mental, you know, existence is organized by what is happening to them at that moment and at that time. Mm -hmm. It doesn't stop every other thing that is happening. I mean, we have a lot that is happening within the more wider global system. Mm -hmm. Is it in, in, in economics where you have the tradings and uh, and the rise and fall, you know, of the dollar and other currencies? Is it the political systems where constantly there are changes, electoral changes, you know, and there are even other changes that are not democratic and all of that, you know? Mm -hmm. Is it within the cultural system where today we're going through a hell of problems and situations that has opened up the inadequacies in our practice, you know? Or is it our own personal situations where some folks are undergoing a very, very horrible divorce situation? Some guys are getting married. Some are falling in love. Some are mm -hmm. falling out of love, you know? Mm -hmm. Some guys are just picking up a ticket to breathe and get out of a situation that they feel is not coming. We're all hoping and praying to get the hell out of a COVID situation and maybe find 2021 more prospective. This reminds me of the conversation we were having the other day, you know, that you were talking about in relation to how we treat each other or our human interaction. And the fact that, that one thing that we continue to miss or we don't factor in enough is that everyone have their own time and their own timing. And sometimes that when we communicate with people, we expect them to understand us in our own time. And that we forget that everyone have their own time and that um, they might not be able to understand now um, because they just have a different way and that different way is also their own time. Can you can we get back to that conversation again and how you expanded on it and and think about it in relation to what you are now saying about giving all these instances of how people might be dealing with the specificity of time within their own immediate reality. Okay, beautiful. Maybe one thing I forgot to tell you during that our conversation was also that I was looking at time as an element. Mm -hmm. For me as an artist, time becomes a material, mm -hmm. okay? And um, when we talk about time being an element, we're talking about its interactive nature, mm -hmm. how it relates to us, how it helps us to draw up certain hypotheses mm -hmm. that we sample out with one or two other hypotheses and possibly expect a result. And oftentimes, if we don't get a result, to continue to observe and see what the change might be, mm -hmm. okay? And that brings us to the concept of time today in our world, mm -hmm. okay? Today in this world, we are looking at time, I mean, the, the concept of differences, sexual orientation, you know, differences in terms of political ideologies, just everything you can imagine. And we have a whole lot of it coming on today, happening today than every other time. We're also looking at the whole concept of becoming. Mm -hmm. You know, how do we accept what we are not familiar with? Mm -hmm. How do we deal with things that we have always thought was strange, mm -hmm. was uncivilized, mm -hmm. was unacceptable? Yeah. How do we go back to our errors, like we, like, I mean, to our errors that led to things like colonialism, that led to slavery, that led to, you know, all those things that disempowered a certain community of people? How do we begin to understand or factor in the unprecedented into our reality, given that we always come back to use the same tools? Um, that, that to, to solve the same what, problems. So how good. do we factor in the unprecedented and how do we even find a way of, of using a different approach if, if in the first place we cannot remove ourselves from using old ways of, of, of solving solutions or, or solving problems, sorry. Um, yeah. It, it, it even goes on to how we look at the concept of multiplicity, diversity, things that are happening today mm -hmm. that we, in earlier time, we're like unimaginable, it has to be within our code of mm -hmm. conduct. It mm -hmm. has to be within our frame of understanding and mm -hmm. acceptance. Mm -hmm. You know, how do we look at the virtuality of attitudes? Okay, everything literally, look at Twitter, look at Instagram, look at Facebook. Oh my gosh. You realize that you can, you have other platforms for you to voice out and sustain an opinion than you would have in the past when you have to either go to um, that state house, as we call, uh, that's our political you know, environment in Nigeria, mm -hmm. or you go to the House of Assembly, or you go to the Senate, 
for you to be heard or for your opinion to be established. But today you don't need all those platforms. Just on Twitter alone, you can create an amazing force of change. Mm-hmm. And it's happening. So you see, these different interactive concepts of time is what I, as an artist, look at. And that's what I was trying to also tell you. The dynamics of era defines today, now, and possibly the future we're trying to shape. I hate to use the word future, though, because honestly, it's been that occurring uh, word that seems to not embody the kind of change that it projects. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know? Wow, but, this is this is and, so powerful what you just said now. Like the, that, the that, that, disenchantment with the word, a future. It's like it, it continues. It's as if it's postponing. It's con- continuously postponing and making, you know, this whole notion of change or whatever it is that we're supposed to be doing now, ever receding. Let me give you an example. If I sit with you here and think about how we're going to um, take over the entire podcast structure, shape it to the way we want and use it to project our ideology mm-hmm. and cut off any kind of you know, opposition. And in a year or two, in five or 10 years, it happens. And while it's happening, a huge amount of violence, you know, counters what we're t- what has happened. Do you know that we have carefully sculpted violence, pretending that we were trying to use the podcast platform as something that would benefit us? Rather, we have carefully you know, giving violence another dimension and another, you know, for, I mean, energy, and we have projected it. And what is happening is what we articulated. Mm-hmm. The future actually is what we define and what we work on. Mm-hmm. If we choose to understand and appreciate and create equality, oh, create equity, justice, and a very more viable ground for humanity to exist, if it happens, that is the future. If we choose to use systems, legal systems and other structures, political, social, religious and all that to mitigate certain voices in order for us to create a sensible environment. And then in the future, we have more of those opinions or those you know, alter voices hitting hard on us. That is the same future that we have projected. Mm-hmm. So I'm very, very reluctant about the idea of future because of times. Because there is no future. Our, there is no future have, without 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 now and if we continue to talk about past and future we are shortchanging the present that's why i said time is an element it's an interactive material it's a material that helps you to build up certain hypotheses test them out and expect an outcome mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. if we choose to use certain, if we choose to use forces and certain you know powers right now to want to use to 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 define the kind of laws and principles we want for the next time. When we get to that time, what we're going to have is just a continuation of the disagreements, a continuation of situation and problems that we pretended does not exist now. So I'm always very reluctant of that, but I'm always very interested in the idea of future generations because I think these are more of minds. How do we shape minds that will understand and accept the dynamics and changes of time? Mm, Very powerful, very powerful. Now, you shared a a song that we should play as a way of maybe getting more into uh, the conversation. So I'm going to play that song now. I'm going to play one that I chose from the Lord that you sent me. And um, it's from uh, Justin Timberlake. It's called Mirrors. And you sent it to me. And this is the one that resonated with me. And I will tell you also why. And, but again, I would like to know why you decided to, to, use, uh, to, um, to share this song. Yeah, uh, 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 yeah, that's interesting. I'm glad you chose that. I mean, I listen to a lot of good music. If I'm traveling, I'm looking out for where I can get CDs, albums, whatever that relates to that people or that environment, because I feel music is another, you know, dimension of the silent aspect of a community or society. Mm-hmm. If you want to hear what their mothers are saying to their sons and daughters, mm-hmm. go to their music. Mm-hmm. If you want to hear what their gods are saying to its people, go to their music. Mm-hmm. If you want to taste their food and taste, you know, their mm-hmm. wholeheartedness, mm-hmm. go to the go to their music. Mm-hmm. If you want to see 
beyond their physical. If you want to see their attributes, if you want to relate with their inner existences, go to their music. So I'm always looking out for music from everywhere. And that I chose um, Tim, uh, Justin Timberlake was because I'm also looking at that idea of the image of our time. Okay, so you know, hold it there, hold it there. Let's play the song first, you know, and then okay. we'll come back to that um, thought. Yeah? All right. you something to admire cause you're shining something like a mirror and I can't help but notice you reflect in this heart of mine if you ever feel alone and the glare makes me hard to find just know that I'm always parallel on the other side cause with your hand in my hand in a pocket full of soap I can tell you there's no place Cause it's like you're my mirror oh, My mirror's staring back at me Staring back at me 
Wow, 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 wow. <laughs> nice one, eh? You know what interesting thing about this? I was talking about the image of our time, mm -hmm. okay? And Timberlake poses a question and he asks, show me how you fight for now. Oh man. You can you That's can also it. you can also That's say, it. show me how you fight for the future. And then he goes further to say that he talked about two reflections, you know, becoming one. Mm -hmm. And he said, making two reflections into one. Mm -hmm. So sometimes we look at the future from our own very myopic individual reflection. Mm -hmm. Oh, the future has to be we have enough power, enough food, enough attitude resources to be dominant. Mm -hmm. You know, we're not asking ourselves, how do we bring in the reflection of the others into mm -hmm. that future? Yeah. I was talking to you about time as an element, and I talked about the concept of difference mm -hmm. and the concept of becoming, the, the concept of multiplicity, you know, the concept of virtuality, the concept of equity. Mm -hmm. These are things that are resonating today, mm -hmm. and these are the challenging debates we are having. How do we create a society that reflects all and not one? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, so he is putting it that out reflects all and not one again. Again, yeah. that that whole idea of the mirror and the reflection that, that that is it. When you look at yourself in the mirror, you become a plural of yourself. There is that plurality of dimension of you because now you're true. And if you have a kind of more disinteresting Baba's mirror, you have a continuation of that reflection, you know, taking you back and possibly bringing forward to where you are at that moment, at that time, at that instance. Yeah. You see the, you see, you see, you see the amazing logic. It also takes me back to Michael Jackson's, mm -hmm. you know, I'm, exactly. I'm talking to the man in the mirror. You yeah. start with yourself. Yeah. yeah. If you don't get to convince yourself about the truth, of your idea, then it is a falsehood to the community, to the extension, I mean, to the extended, mm -hmm. you know, system. Amazing, amazing. You know, like, you know, this song, you know, listening to it again today, I remember, like I was telling you before that some time ago, long time ago, I used to play this song on repeat. That's and right. I think that this is such a, this is such a powerful song that, you know, the message that Justin Timberlake was trying to pass with this song, in fact, a lot of people miss that. This song is actually seven minutes long. And that was, for me, um, that was unusual at the time that, you know, people like him make music because it's coming from the pop culture. And they don't make seven minutes long uh, songs in an mm -hmm. album. They just do three because they want to, they want it to be a radio yeah. hit. You Basically, know? And so, the monetary aspect is the, is the, is the leading factor. How do we make money in three yeah, minutes? How do we make billions? Exactly. But again, he, yeah. he, he is really like in the middle of that, you know, he, it's, Pop culture. In fact, I think that the message he's trying to pass with this song just got lost in the pop culture because he's really like in the league of the Britney Spears and the rest of them, you know. But really, so powerful, so powerful what he was trying to do, especially with this album entirely, actually. And one thing I love about Justin Timberlake is that he writes like an artist. Mm -hmm. The mm -hmm. metaphors, the layers of metaphors, you know, mm -hmm. the amazing, you know, ways he tries to describe a situation and a reality. I think it's also a reflection of his own heart because honestly, every artist starts with themselves. Yeah. Most artists, yeah. mm -hmm. I will always start with myself, with my travels, with my experiences. How do these now begin to get characterized in the lines that I'm making, the mm -hmm. tapes that I'm drawing? Mm -hmm. You know, how do I begin to reflect all this in my colors? By the way, how do my odd or very sad moments become more flourished like a garden? How do I create this amazing flower of sadness that will help others to be hopeful and remind me of where I was and what I want myself to experience mm -hmm. next? Mm -hmm. you, you get that? Mm -hmm. So this is how it is. I see, I'm talking about the concept of time as an element of art, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. as an element of expression. Mm -hmm. I'm not looking at it as a clock or a calendar. Mm -hmm. I'm looking at the capacity you have as an individual to define a progression of your existence and, the, and your events, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. So if time is indefinite, your existence and your events Okay, the progression of it is equally indefinite because some people die and they're still remembered by what they did. Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. there is a continuum of their ideology, their mm -hmm. principles.
mm-hmm. their goodness and goodwill. Mm-hmm. And of course, this whole idea of time as an element and then what you make of it now becomes, you know, how do we give form or how do we make forms within time as we pass through it? It's time in and of itself is not something that you can trap in quantity. Mm-hmm. It is not something you can quantify because it quantifies everything else. Exactly. So it does. So what you're not doing is how do you find, how do you give form or different kinds of form to your own relativity for to, to where you are standing within time? Uh, um, a, a lot, I mean, again, from uh, you, you're a photographer. Yeah. You've done that with your camera. Mm-hmm. Now you have this podcast platform. You're doing that with your conversations. Mm-hmm. Right? To mm-hmm. so some other person like Jalili Atiku, mm-hmm. he could be doing it through performance. Mm-hmm. You know, to somebody like Emeka Obo, he could be using abstract sound, mm-hmm. you know, to reflect it, to relate to that. You mm-hmm. know, for, for a painter, you look at the idea of either a figurative form of material mm-hmm. painting, yeah. or you look at an abstract painting and its duration. Is it in a four by four canvas? Is it a mural? Is this something that is a multiple series? So you look at that concept, that painterly concept, and its duration. I work in series. My idea is not just a finished piece on a particular paper or canvas. I want to see a conversation in my paintings. I want to see how it turns out into multiples. So it could even go on. It could be four or five, but at a point it tells me, okay, I think um, we have exhausted, not exhausted, but we have come to a point that this amount of, you know, outcome can help us to engage constantly with what we're trying to postulate. Mm -hmm. And then possibly you can start thinking about another set of series from there. Mm -hmm. To somebody like you, who is a photographer, or to me, who works also with video art, Mm -hmm. we look at time and technology. How do we interpret all these through our work? I make short videos, one or two minutes, max seven or 13 or 14 minutes. You make photographs. And you could have your photographs. I remember one of your early, earlier images that I encountered, which was the funeral of your uncle mm-hmm. that you put in a little booklet. Mm-hmm. You see, how did you document that guy's transition? Mm-hmm. To you, he is not dead. To you, he is transiting to mm-hmm. another level yeah. of acceptance and existence. Yeah. And you have now put it in that material. Exactly. You didn't make this, you didn't make this kind of okay ways of large mater- books. You made a very compact pocket book mm-hmm. but at the same time that content and context with that of Oki are literally the same on mm-hmm. the same platform mm-hmm. you get that okay we also look at time in terms of an archival material some of uh, the museums have a lot of our artifacts you know the british museum have got a huge amount of artifacts from uh, nigeria from benin the question is now these artifacts they have contexts mm-hmm. they have debates on them you know how open are you to this context and these conversations about your acquisition? Mm-hmm. You know, if you are trying to knock off every debate on that, then you are not pushing or you are not projecting the future, which is that problem I have with that word, the future you want for those art and mm-hmm. that cultural material. Mm-hmm. If you open up to what it is and what to what it was and what we are trying to make out of it now, then you are creating a robust future that will make that material beneficial to you, the community that it came from, and to the rest of the world. Mm-hmm. Let's look at the idea of time image. Again, we're just listening to Justin Timberlake, where mm-hmm. he brought in, where he used music mm-hmm. as a reflection of what he was trying to say. Mm-hmm. Okay, to pose questions about now and to also create reflections about what we want to have or what we want to see as a future. Mm-hmm. I talked to you about bringing forward uh, memories, molding and sculpting them to give them a shape, possibly can create another definition mm-hmm. of that, mm-hmm. you know. So it's no longer a memory. It's now a sculpture or it's now a form. Mm-hmm. And that form is drawn from a mix or a salad of my past and my present. Um, just before I, I called you, I was reading something online talking about, you know, pulling things from the internet. I was reading um, that recently that some archaeologists 
in Israel. They discovered uh, like an engraving mm. at the archive museum, at the archaeology museum, I think something like that in Jerusalem. Mm. That they found uh, an engraving by one of the kings that lived, that ruled um, in the 13th century. And it was an Arabic engraving. So one of the Arab kings that, who, who, that ruled at the time um, left an engraving, his name, and he left the date. 1212, mm. that is 1212, basically. Mm-hmm. So 13th century. And that discovery has changed the way um, history is written within that context. Yeah. Mm. It has changed it. Like they have to rewrite the whole history because up until then they were thinking that the fortification of Jerusalem at the time happened during the 11th century. But actually, by discovering that uh, engraving, they realized that it happened in the 12th century, actually. And that's a huge uh, gap. I mean, that could be actually like 100 years of gap, you know, correction. And then we're talking about time again, and that time has revealed this now. And of course, it doesn't owe anybody that revelation. It doesn't owe anything that revelation. It is a function of our actions and our volitions and our, like you're saying, how we try to animate our world that reveals those things. Do you know many of those lapses exist in our history? Okay, look at the simple Nigerian colonial history. Who tells that history, you know? And again, it's it's all about how much power we have, both intellectual and all other forms of how much power we have to create a reputable representation of ourselves. Exactly, exactly. And when you think about it now, when you think about it that much of, you know, what we think we know about life in general is still stuck in time, waiting to be revealed through excavation, through digging in, through the evolution of going out there and, you know, asking that from time. And then you realize that much of us who are saying this is the way the world is or or trying to make a future or trying to make a present and now, it is based on, you know, so much that is not known, you know, from time. You know, I'm not even saying the past now because I don't want to say past because whenever we use the word past, it's like also the way we use future. It's always mm-hmm. like we are relegating it to some some yeah, distant time that is exactly. not that, that has nothing to do with us. We, we are tra- we're not trying to take responsibility yeah, exactly, of any of it. Exactly. We so, think it's somebody else's business. Yeah, and it's another era, you know, and that we have passed it and we have evolved beyond it and all of that, all of, all of those things that we say, that we've evolved beyond the past and uh, we are going to the future. When we use words like that, it's like we are just sort of like stretching this timeline in a way that is, I think, realistic. Because mm. I don't think that time operates that way. Time has all those things there. You know, we are passing through it. Forms are changing every day. If we're evolving as fast as we think we are or as far away from the past as we are, why haven't we built something that is more sustainable than the pyramid, for instance? that's that's totally i mean there's a lot of i mean it's so phenomenal you know and at the same time um i wouldn't want to kind of it's like trying to embrace the sea or trying to give a full hug you know to the ocean yeah is literally impossible but again from my own personal experience as an artist and someone who has encountered a whole lot in my life through travels and all that and and, uh, interaction. Uh, The the question is, how do I allow, how do I unify my perception, you know, of this phenomenon called time? Mm -hmm. How do I, how do I allow my experience, my encounter with it to be reflected in what I do so that like, um, like uh, so, so it can infect others. So it can it can be appreciated by others. So it can engage with the others, you know. And uh, I'm only interested in the conversation that continues to build. How open am I to the multiplicity of voices mm-hmm. and opinions about mm-hmm. my thought, my encounter, my mm-hmm. experience? Mm-hmm. It's difficult oftentimes to push out to the rest of the world because sometimes we're so engaged with politics, we are so engaged with, um, I mean, economic situations and conditions that we don't have much time to, to reflect think, on these things. Yeah, 
to and I love what you're doing with this podcast because I think I'm taking up a couple of hours now just to think about my time. What am I doing? Mm-hmm. What am I what am I trying to do? What have I done? You know, you, you know, these three bodies of of our existence or these three aspects of our existence, what we what we were, what we are, and what we're trying to be is a journey. That's the journey. We can never be able to sum it up in depth. But we can begin now to write how we think that can be summed up in our absence. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Wow, so this is this is powerful. This is powerful, and I think this is a really good place for us to end the conversation now, because you know we are trying to keep it within a limit. So we are done one hour now, and uh, this is really good. Thank you so much, Jude, for this. Very, very enriching conversation. But I, of course, I wasn't expecting anything less. <laughs> Come on. Something is missing. Where is the pepper soup and the Guinness? You promised that. I can't even see a, an image. Not even a, not even, not even a photo sheet. Yeah, but time um, time will time will provide that for us. Don't worry. <laughs> Look at you. Don't you change me, man. <laughs> Thanks, brother. It's really nice talking to you. Man. Yes, yes. It's great. It's, it's been amazing. Yeah. And, and I'm so happy, like, the way we're able to have this conversation that um, I think what we are, you were trying to say is that um, we need to have spaces where we can have such conversations, not necessarily um, around politics and all the big you know, mm. subjects and topics, but mm. also questions like this, like, you know, what does time mean for us actually? And how do we That's see true. time, the concept of time? And I really love the fact that you are thinking about it in terms of as an element that one can create with as something that one can position him or herself in as a way of forming or creating one's own agency and Mm. how they move around in the world. Um, Mm. In relation to, of course, what we often call the past, the present Mm. and the future, that what's most important is that we are aware that we are constantly making forms and animating things around us. And that is, you know, um, invariably what time is that's true and yeah. that is actually what understanding of time is thank you so much and uh, i hope uh, for our listeners out there you know that this conversation has been equally enriching as it has been for both of us if you've made it to this point thank you for sticking with us and um, we're going to be having this conversation with subsequent episodes coming if you enjoyed and you're listening and you're itching to sort of like be part of it please leave a comment on the comment section of your preferred listening platforms. First of all, on the website, um, unkatapodcast.com, but also on Apple Music, Spotify, Deezer, and all the rest of the platforms there. So leave a comment, and if it's a question, we'll pick it up in the next episode. Thank you very much, and uh, see you in the next one.